This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Another Friday, another court decision in the renewable fuels industry. This time, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals dismissed a call from the biofuels sector to reallocate gallons waived through small refinery exemptions back into the blending targets for the nation's biofuels mandate. In its opinion, the court said the industry challenges were issued outside a critical 60-day window and was therefore outside the court's jurisdiction. But the court also dismissed oil industry arguments on economic harm and inadequate supply. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. The week comes to a close with some movement on infrastructure legislation, and a rural House Democrat wants to make sure biofuels policy makes its way into the finished product. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer plans to hold a procedural vote on the bipartisan infrastructure framework on Wednesday. Senate Democrats this week also announced a broad agreement on a $3.5 trillion reconciliation package, but the exact text of both bills is still in the works. If those bills make it to the House, Iowa Democrat Cindy Axney hopes to see funding for biofuels infrastructure as well as possible language to allow summertime E15 sales. I understand their rulings because if they're doing their job based off of what's in front of them on the books, then okay, they're doing their job. So that means now we need to change that language because it's not up to date. And if that language was, I don't think we would have seen this ruling that way. That's the next thing to do. And when we get those pieces done, it doesn't necessarily mean we have to have something specifically in this bill. If we can get that done, that'll force the hand then of uh, ensuring that we can distribute ethanol nationwide. Using changes to the stepped up basis as a possible pay for on the bill is still in play. And Axney says she wants to include some protections for farmers and ranchers if that happens. There's more from Axney in our Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. An ag industry leader says carbon markets need a little work to better fit the needs of producers. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. Carbon markets for farmers are an increasingly popular topic right now, but one agriculture investor says a few challenges must be recognized as the idea progresses. Clay Mitchell is managing director with Fall Line Capital, an ag investment firm. Mitchell says regional differences must be recognized when it comes to sustainability and best practices. Is what we're doing sufficient to be sustainable in this instance? Not is it just the best that we can do today? Is it is it enough? Is something that eventually you need to do when you're being compared to other areas, that there are some areas where the impact, be it on water or downstream pollution or emissions, is the entire region is, is downshifted from, from what's in another region. He says the markets today are not designed to incorporate that. And they're pretty rosy on the view of what's being, what's being sequestered. So I, I believe that the range, the additionality, the difference between good and bad practices is absolutely there. But in terms of uh, um, you know, what, what the upper end is and are people going to be paid for it, I think that that will go through quite a bit of refinement. Mitchell spoke at the AgriPulse Food and Ag Policy Summit West earlier this week. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai is in Wisconsin today to hear from dairy producers and tour an ag co-op. She was in the district of Wisconsin Democrat Ron Kind, who told AgriPulse ahead of the trip that he expected time to hear from producers looking to learn more about the enforcement plans for the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement 
as well as a possible path forward to join the Trans-Pacific Partnership. But he's also looking for the administration's plan on steel and aluminum tariffs. It's hard to build an important 21st century coalition to deal with China's rise when you're declaring war on our typical Democratic allies. He says the administration needs to come up with a better long-term plan on addressing trade concerns with China. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. This episode of AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers need clear rules for clean water. Don't take navigable out of the navigable waters protection rule. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.